Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Forever. Dog. When your first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Are you ready for some sloppy seconds? Yeah, butt boys. Yeah, you butt boys. You're here for a good time. I'm taking over. You sloppy little slops. You fucking sloppy whores. You slop knobs. I like slops. You slops. I like that as like, all right, slops, gather around for seconds. Well, you know? Hi, I'm Meatball. <laughs> and I'm Big Dipper. Welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. How are you? I'm great. San Francisco Pride is over. It'll oh. have been over for like two <laughs> months by the time this comes out. But I am so happy. What else is over? The weekend? The weekend is over. My <laughs> life is over. You're My done. career is over. That I, I could have predicted based on yeah. your activities this week. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, someone whose career is not over... Ugh. But flourishing, flourishing uh, is our special guest today. Who uh, we are meeting for the first time in yeah. this room, which is very exciting. But I feel like I kind of know you. Totally, you have, uh, or this person has that kind of thing where you just like walk in, and you're like, oh great, let's just hang yeah. out and talk. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, what? Wait, what is it? Go- uh, guys and gals and non-binary pals, make some noise for Poonam Patel. Yeah. <laughs> I am so happy we're meeting for the first time because I feel like I do know you guys, but we've never actually met in person. Yeah, that's so nice. I also love your dress. Yeah, you look great. The vibe is very. Now, from a light Instagram stock, you just are back from vacation. I am. Yeah, (laughs) you have that. Oh, thank you. (laughs) You know, it's so funny. I am actively trying to incorporate parts of vacation into my everyday life. So, like, well, how? So, when I came back, I, like, went on vacation for a month. It was amazing. Oh, I lived, Okay, bitch. Uh, I lived my best life. I didn't book a return ticket. I was like, I'm gonna go here now. Uh, where did you go? I went to, like, Basque Country in Spain and, like, Rio Hawaiian region. Then I went to Menorca. Then I went to Barcelona. And then I was like, I'm going to Paris. And then after that, my friend who I was traveling with was leaving. But I'm like, I don't want to go back. So then I had my first solo trip in Stockholm. Oh, which in retrospect, I picked like literally where white people are created to have my first solo trip. Um, sure, oh, it's cool and pretty. I've been there. Yeah, but I can I I understand it's what you mean. Very quiet. Yes, but I did love it. <laughs> and my hotel was cool. They had like sound baths and sauna and yoga, and so I got to just have like a silent retreat because I talk a lot. So it was good to just like shut up for three days before I come back here. Oh my god, oh that sounds amazing. But when I came back, I was like. And this is so bratty, but I was like so depressed that I wasn't on vacation anymore. Oh. <laughs> so I was talking to my therapist and she was like, well, why don't, what do you like about vacation? And I was like, well, I um, I just like felt so good. I was like wearing all these cute outfits and I just like, she's like, well, you still have those clothes. And 
You can wear them. Yo, your therapist <laughs> is spot so, on. <laughs> so actually, this was an active choice to wear something cute because I was like, wear something cute. Who cares if you're only going to go do something for an hour? Yeah. Just and it's it audio. On. Yeah, and it's audio. Like, literally no one's going to see it. <laughs> we see you and you look Thank amazing. You. I Thank love you. it. Yeah. It's like a good vibe. Yeah. yeah, a vacation a vibe. vibe. I just love that you went to Stockholm alone. Like, <laughs> I you know. Just like, just, I'm here. I'm doing it. Wait, yeah. did you take the ferry off to that like other island? Oh, like the archipelago? Yeah. No, I meant to. And then the last day I was like, I'm just going to sit in a sauna all day. Yeah. Um, but I did go to this amazing photography museum. And on the top floor, they have this like plant-based restaurant because I'm a vegetarian. And there was this, like all of these really powerful exhibits, but there was one about the Rohingya Muslims um, in Bangladesh. And I had had like a bottle of wine at that point by myself. And I like after dinner, I like roamed the thing and I was just fully weeping. Oh my God. In like an amazing outfit by myself, fully weeping in a museum. And I was like, well, I guess it's time to go home. And you were like, you were like, I beat this, this is 25. I know, this is 25. It's such a hard year. My midlife crisis. I'm going out at 50. That's incredible. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, you should just be 25 now. I think I should. So, full disclosure, I was doing some Googling and it just fully says you were born in 1993. Like everywhere on the internet. That's so funny. Yeah. I don't know so who would have started that. You were that. born then in 85. If Four. 84. 84. Okay. November, and I was though. born in 85. Okay. Yeah. So we're right on top Same of each idea. other. Same idea. Yeah. Wow. Forward. Wow. We're right on top Excuse of me. each other. Um, did you go to the ABBA, ABBA Museum in Stockholm? I didn't. I was like looking up stuff to do and yeah. I was like, oh, but I'm like, yeah. I mean. Same. I'm not like I liked Muriel's wedding and I like that movie that had the bunch <laughs> yeah. of music in it and like yeah when I hear it I'm like that was fun but I'm not like a huge fan right, that I need to right, go right, see right. the music oh that's yeah. where I'm gonna go for sure really we have one day off in Stockholm oh right oh you're good <gasps> I highly Man. recommend this photography museum. Oh, yeah, like let me know what it's called. If you need, a, if you I need a moment, photography. Well, I'm very intrigued by the restaurant up on the roof. It's so good. It's I so... love plant-based stuff. Oh my, it's and so it's fun. like minimal waste. And the chef was so hot. I was just staring at him the whole time. He did not make eye contact back. <laughs> <laughs> I had come up with this narrative in my head that he was going to be like, "Who's that mysterious woman? Like appreciating woman. my food? Like who's that young twenty-five-year-old?" Because I was like smelling the plate and just like taking it in and just like moaning by myself because there was like no one to share the pleasure with. Yeah. Right. But I was like maybe he'll just be so like moved by how much I love his food but <laughs> he wanted nothing to do with me. Did um, you enjoy How loud were the moans? Oh. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I want to know about the moans. Need, we need to hear about the moans. Oh. Because I like this tactic. Yeah. So I'm curious. Even though it wasn't <laughs> successful in your story I'm interested in like taking a bite out of a hot dog and being like mm -hmm. Oh my god it's so good. Um, no, I just naturally, because I just, food is like my number one joy Same. in life. Same. I mean, I literally, I, my friend dated a guy in college, and he literally said to me, I only eat because I have to. And I was like, dump his ass, it's, drag him. I don't understand hell. people like that. My roommate is like that. And it's just like, he'll just take like whatever's in the fridge, and just, it'll be lettuce, an egg, and just throw it in a pan. and like tomatoes heat it up and then just eat that and I'm like don't you enjoy like salt and flavor and any type of anything how do you feel pleasure in yeah. life how do you find joy in anything he does anything? not care about the taste of food I, it's just fuel with, sometimes when I'm eating with people for the first time they'll be like wait 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 did you just body roll like yeah. I'll like take a bite and be like mm. you're helping it go down yeah. 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 I'm 
making room. I do this because I like sometimes just push my stomach because I'm literally trying to make room for more because I don't want to stop yes, eating. Either. But yeah, so when I eat, I naturally just moan, but I... I was playing it up a little bit for the chef, <laughs> but I was like, well, I'll take a bite. Well, you are a working actor. Very working. No big deal. Saggy. I'm also hag. Yes. <laughs> wow. But we- no, I'll take a bite and I'll just be like, ah. <laughs> uh, and then my mouth is open with food in it. I'm just like, oh my, oh my, god. oh my. God. I never make it to the god. I'm always just like, oh my god. Uh, 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 I love mm, that. Mm. And then I'll like look around, like is anyone else eating the same thing? And they are, but no one's reacting like that. But I will say, go to this restaurant and like one of the dishes, it's like a prefix thing, was like compost baked onion. They like use all the forgotten parts of a plant. Oh wow! It I do so love good. that. They have that really good sounds like a sloppy wine. seconds. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, as far as, far as uh, like your recent busyness, mm-hmm. I've seen you pop up on so many shows. Where do you like? Do people recognize you on the street, and from what mostly? Um, oh my god, I'm having a flash. My mom asks me this really? all the time because I think she really wants me to be recognized. Yeah. Um, I feel like the thing I probably recently is probably special. Yeah. It's yeah. a show on Netflix. Um, and it's only happened a couple times, but when it does, it is fun. Because it's, it's like, I also look so different on the show. I'm wearing a full-on wig. Yes. Bewiggled. Yes, I'm absolutely bewiggled, bewitched. Um, and then I'm like, beat to the gods. Do they put eyelashes on you? They have some lashes on yeah. there. Because... Your glam is like lovely on the show. Oh my, and it's so fun to do it, but like yeah. in real life... No I only put like, like oil on my skin and then put my hair up in a bobby pin and I'm like, this is what because when this I is first, 25. this is 25. Because <laughs> I will say like I've always had really really thin hair. Like I joke all the time, I'm the only Indian who doesn't have Indian hair. Mm. Like my sister has like the hair you make weaves from. And right. oh I'm God. like wearing some long lost cousins, you know, like <laughs> clip-in. But when I first got clip-ins for the first time, I like started crying because I like didn't know what I, I never felt that weight on my head. Right. I didn't know what it felt like to move my head and like something else moves with it. Yeah. Um, it's my favorite feeling. Oh, it feels so I was so thinking good. about it the other day and I was like, my favorite part of doing drag is just the wigs. Like if I could just do drag neck up, I would be so happy. I feel like you love and hate wigs. I love how big and like expensive my wigs are, but wow. I also hate, oh yeah. <laughs> expensive. Hair is expensive. Mm-hmm. And she I get gets custom, custom hairlines. Oh, so that beautiful. it looks like more natural on yeah, me. Yeah. But they're just, it's just like, it just feels good to have something on your shoulders to toss around. Yeah. It makes you feel like a lady. But does he get hot under there? It gets literally so <laughs> hot. Yeah. Look but how I angry. That's so hot side. I can't breathe. Oh, and I'm sure that you're under like some natural human hair wigs too. Yeah. Uh-uh. And those are hotter. Are they? Yes. Oh, okay. I sweat. I already just sweat I a sweat lot. I sweat ice cream. Yeah, but I like like it because I think that's why we all have really nice skin because we sweat a My lot. My pores wow. are always open. Yeah, so, you know. Except for that one little spot. <laughs> that huge pimple is over here in my corner. <laughs> Thanks. I've had this thing for two weeks and it's like just, it's never 
sorry, gross, ripened. Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. one of those you have ones to like that's wait just, for it. just yeah. under the skin, but like for yeah, I'm a just week and waiting half. for it to ripen and then I'll pop that bitch. But like, it's not coming out. I was talking about this uh, yesterday with a friend of mine where I was like, um, I think this dude that I follow on Instagram who's covered in hair was like, yeah, people are always like, yeah, your chest hair, but they don't talk about the ingrown hairs. I mean, like, think oh, about the percentage. That's why like, I do not shave my chest. If your body hair is covered, if your body's covered in hair, guess what? You're gonna get some ingrown hairs, and they're painful and annoying, and they look gross. Oh yeah. And you're like, well, that's a human body, girl. I know. Throw a little concealer on it and dance. <laughs> Throw a little concealer on it but and like, twirl the party. Concealer doesn't take away like the, the volume. Yeah. And oh, the, body, yes, the volume. The body body adi, the body adi adi of my body. <laughs> You're like, catch me from the side, and she's like, bow. <laughs> I'm like curves for days. Stop. Uh, <laughs> Every time I get one on my face, I make it a mole. Like if oh, I'm in makeup, good. I'm just oh. like, oh, just put a little. Okay, or the mole on your face that you shaved off. I accidentally shaved this mole off, and it <laughs> oh, was like half of it, like full half of it. So now it's just a half mole, and it's it was bleeding. Still, like, oh yeah, it wouldn't stop bleeding all night. I was in full makeup, and then there would just be like a red dot coming out Isn't of like all this black oh, my makeup gosh. with a razor. Ouch. He ever shaved off a mole? (laughs) I haven't, but I had this friend in high school that had a wart on her leg and she shaved it and it's because she shaved it and it was this motion, it spread warts all across her leg. (gasps) And then she had to get them all frozen off. She also said orange, orange. (laughs) Ew, I hate her. uh, What? No, orange and water. 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 I say orange, orange when I say orange juice. Oh, I say massage, and everyone says that's weird. Massage. Where do you have your massage? I like you got a zh- zh- massage. Did you get a massage on your trip? I did. <laughs> full release. I did full release. I was in <laughs> Bill Bao. I love that. <laughs> Self release. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I was in Bill Bao, and we had um, Bill Bao, Bill Bao, Spain, <laughs> and we had like um, gone to this place, Gasulagache. And it's Ooh, where they filmed like this feels so rich. This Game of Thrones, like Dragonstone, whatever. And so we hiked that thing, and then we were like, "I'm so tired. I can't <laughs> do anything but eat and be rubbed." And this one was pretty good. But then, twist of the century, I was in Salt Lake City two weeks ago visiting my sister, and I got the best massage of my life. My sister was like emotional after hers. She like asked the masseuse if she could hug her. What? I was like emotional at the end of mine. She rubbed something out like she was inside of my bones it felt oh, so good and it was 70 dollars for 90 minutes what that's, that's incredible so cheap. that's a mormon way that's a, <laughs> that's a mormon way you do it for the lord i know i had a like a reiki massage done to me when i was in high school mm. and like i fully just started yeah everywhere and i was like what happened they're to witch me? doctors they are witches oh mm-hmm. I, one of my best friends does reiki oh yeah her name's sarah shook find her on the gram i, I think probably it's will i want another cat one cat lady shook she <laughs> okay, also has two cats that, but that's fine <laughs> massage lady shook yeah, yeah, massage lady. But it's reiki so it's just like energy work yeah but she also like knows things you're thinking like she's intuitive uh-uh. and she'll just like see images and I'm like even though she's my best friend like there's no way she would have known that and I've had friends go to her and they're just like in a puddle bawling by the end of it she's incredible oh my God. I I highly that. recommend I she has house calls 
She will. She'll come to you. Yeah. Go, 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 go. Um, okay, so let, let's talk a little bit more about special. Yes. It's a lace front that you're wearing? Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. You know, so I use Rogaine, so I grow in lots of baby hairs, so they pull all of these Oh, so fronts. you have a little leave out, yeah. and then they and put then it on they amazing. put the whole thing. I love that. And clip That's it on. That's so drag. They actually had glued part of it to my face. Yeah, yeah. you're going to need that. Wait, yeah. Glue? But then since that, I did like a halo type one uh-huh. where oh, they just a... blended it and they didn't have to glue. And so I think that's where Those that's... are less yeah. hot. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's not less like a thing on constrictive. your face. And your ears so are pushed in it. You know what I yeah. mean? You gotta act in it. <laughs> you gotta get that. And you are a very physical and like funny actress. Because the first time I saw you, I think was either on Adam Ruins the World or on Caleb Gallo. Oh, yeah, And the yeah, Caleb yeah. Gallo character <laughs> threw me for a fucking loop. I was mm-hmm. like, who is this woman? It was, that show is so insane. Was I love so it. Nuts. But Brian, like, um, him and I met when I first moved to LA. We did the CBS Diversity Showcase. Heard Maybe of it, heard of, heard of it. it, heard of it. Um, but he just, like, lets you do whatever you want. That's which awesome. Which is great. And then he, like, inspires you to just be as weird as you want because he's so weird. He is so insane. He's We're talking like, about Brian Jordan Alvarez, right. who yeah. is this hilarious gay actor, comedian, and also on special, farm, yeah, also, also on special, and uh, sort of most notably on Will and Grace yeah. right now, right? Yeah. Right yeah. now, are they still doing that? Yeah, I assume they are. <clears throat> I don't know. They got married, right? They His got married character. on the show. Yeah. He married Jack on the show. Yeah. So special, I think, is really interesting. Obviously, for a number of reasons, the subject matter, yeah, talking about cerebral palsy and being gay, uh, but also the format because all the episodes are like sixteen minutes. Yeah, like quarter hour, yeah. And were you attached before? Because I've heard, you know, like the industry talks out right, here. Right, right. So I've heard a couple of things that like it was made and then it was partnered with Netflix or did Netflix make it and that's why it's quarter hour or something like that? So, were you involved from the beginning? I was not. So it's based on Ryan O'Connell, mm-hmm. who's the lead of it. He's a writer. It's a book he wrote. Right. Um. <clears throat> Excuse the hell out of me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I did that straight into the mic. Too. Me too. Um, Our listeners love guttural they sounds. Do, they okay, do. good. Uh, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh god. Um, but yeah, so it's based on his life. He wrote this book. His book was based on like these blog posts he used to write. And then Jim Parsons read the book, loved it. This is my understanding. Ryan can correct me sure. when he comes on the show. Yeah, we'll have him on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I screamed at him in front of an ice cream shop before. I want to suck his dick. <laughs> you probably could. Uh, well? <laughs> yeah, on the show. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just position the mic. Yeah, you know? got it. Um, but so they love the book, so that's wonderful. Um, like, I guess, optioned it or whatever. And then they partnered with Netflix. So when I came on board, Netflix, Stage 13, and That's Wonderful were already all part of it. Got um, it. But I think, yeah, I'm sure he shopped it around and Netflix is just where it landed. And um, there's a couple other shows they came out with recently. I think it's like a new format. They're right, sh- yeah. They're like, everyone's dumb. No one can pay attention to anything. Right. For longer than 15 minutes. They're like, yeah. re- people like shows that are 16 minutes or Handmaid's Tale 50 minutes where oh, only three minutes of action happen yeah. in the 50 minutes and Elizabeth Moss just eye quivers. Just despair, That's yeah. amazing. She, I, I... Don't understand how there are three seasons, and of the majority of *Handmaid's Tale*, like the majority of the shots are just closes on her face, staring and it's into the camera. Still compelling. <clears throat> it's still so good, and you know that's how it's going to end. And like at this point, I don't even know if she's mad or she's broken or whatnot. She's just there. But you just know she's going to look down, and then she's going to look up. <laughs> 
straight at you, and then I. It does feel like she's looking at you. Yes, and somehow, it's because she's got that Scientology look in her eyes. Yes, yes. I feel like Wait, is she a Scientologist. Yeah, she grew up in it, right? She grew up in it, and like oh. I feel like that's why her and Fred Armisen got divorced. She was. Uh, I truly know literally nothing. Wait. She was not married. She was to married Fr- to Fred Armisen. I'm almost the woman who is Elizabeth the lead. Is she actively Scientologist, or was she just like, oh, I grew up in it. It was like a family thing, but I don't practice. I think it was. If she is actively Scientologist and then doing the Handmaid's Tale, my I, I yeah, Fred I'm, Armisen. They I were married for less than a year. Currently that's such dead. A mindfuck. Yeah, they were married for less than a year. That's wow. What this says oh. Uh, Elizabeth Moss marriage actor admits he was a terrible husband. Well, Wait, what? So, yeah, so that's that. On was that. he Scientologist? <laughs> I don't think he was. He's a drummer, though. He's definitely in a band. Chick, 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 chick. That's me. Drums. Anyway, back to special. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> that, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, Kim is like such an amazing character on that show. I love her, yeah. Was it, did that, t- <clears throat> like, did that just sort of fall out of you where you were like, oh, yeah. Yes, this makes sense. Let's do it. Yeah, actually. So Ryan's boyfriend was a writer in that same showcase I mentioned. So he had seen me in that. And then he had actually seen me in Caleb Gallo. So they like reached out and was just like, do you want to just like meet with Ryan? He thinks you'd be good for this part. And then Ryan's the type of person that as soon as you meet him, you just like fall in love with him. Sure. And so I was like, yes, I don't even know what you wrote, but yes, I'll do it. Like, I trust you implicitly with my life. Um, But then like I read it and I also like just loved it. He's an amazing writer. I mean, I felt like he was able to fit so much story in like a tiny episode. They feel like full episodes, but they're so short. Um, But yeah, then after that, I just like, you know, for show did like a screen test for them. but yeah, they didn't audition anyone else, so it was nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, I love felt that. a lot of like ownership yeah, over it. Yeah, and you must have felt like powerful walking onto yeah. the set, being like, "Yes, this I was, is was such a diva. Yeah, <laughs> such a diva. Well, oh, I love a thing, diva, diva, diva. The thing that I love about the Kim character is like, I love people who can take your attention, tell you about yourself, but they're not a cunt. Yeah. You know yes. what I mean? Like, and yeah. I I feel like such a pushover in my everyday life. Like, like I actively like outside of like a revolving door in front of a business will like be like, oh, uh, uh, oh, yeah. like not get in. Like, because oh, yeah. I'm like you first. No, you. Like I and yeah. like the Kim character is just like she's like, no, this is how it works. But it never. It's like she's not an asshole. Yeah. No, and it's like. I really liked it because it's a realistic version of confidence. No one walks around and wakes up every day being like, I'm amazing, I feel awesome. Like, it's work, it's an active choice. (laughs) Well, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't have to work hard for it. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, but truly, but then, you know, you see her cracks too, and that she's like a person that. And it's like all those things can exist at the same time. Like in real life, I feel really confident a lot of times. And then also there's certain situations where I always prioritize other people and their feelings. Am I good enough for them? Instead of thinking, are they good enough for me? Right. And both those things coexist in my life. And I'm both those people. So I feel like that's a really realistic way to look at confidence and self-esteem as opposed to being like, you should love yourself all the time. It's like, well, that's just not going to happen. Right. I feel I'm, like that happened really recently with um, Lizzo on her social media, where like, did you see this? She like posted a couple videos where she was like, "I'm like," and I think that's dangerous when you have such a huge following. Yeah, you know, she posted a couple videos where she was like, 
I feel really depressed today and I'm really sad today. And it was oh, like a no. video of her crying. Meanwhile, her song is like climbing the charts and she's like touring Glastonbury. She's right. doing all this amazing stuff. And then like she followed it up with like another video like six or eight hours later where she was like, I have amazing friends who like talked me through it and like we have emotions and mental health is really important. So it, like it had a nice <laughs> journey overall. Yeah. But it is that thing of like even a person who is like, oh, yeah. you know, like not only preaching self-love but like engaged in it and then becoming incredibly successful still goes through that every day. And she's allowed. Right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Everyone's allowed. Everyone is And like is you allowed. can't avoid it. No, you truly can't. I feel like I go through ups and downs all the time and I question myself all the time. Oh. Like, people joke about my Instagram being like so confident and like all that, but I was like, no, every day is a fucking struggle. Yes. I, that's why I think I like the show special so much is because it shows his vulnerability too. Yeah. And it shows... Like a real depiction of like how people act now. It's not like mm-hmm. a normal sitcom where it's like you're gonna get this one stock character and they're gonna react no. the same way every single time. You see their human. I don't know. I, I think the yeah. sex scene was like what really put me. That into was my that favorite. Show, it was so yeah. honest and real and like human. And it took away so much stigma as far as disabled sex, gay sex, sex workers. Yeah. That was such a tender scene. It was probably more tender and sweet than most of our personal stories of losing our virginity. Yeah. Sure. You know oh, what definitely. I mean? But it has all these components that people wouldn't associate with no. tenderness and sweetness and a genuine like intimacy. Um, and it was just educational. Yeah, mm-hmm. truly educational for everybody. Yeah. yeah. I thought... Like, I thought when my parents were going to watch it, it would be like very shocking for them. But I think it's like... The point is to normalize these yeah, things. We have right. to show bigger girls in bathing suits mm-hmm. and gay disabled men having sex because all of these things are normal and they exist in yeah, the world. Completely. Yeah, and actually, surprisingly enough, my parents were like not shocked. My mom was like, yeah, I get it. And I was like, wow. Okay. Okay, so you're obviously like smart, passionate, or uh, compassionate, thoughtful. You grew up in Florida? Like, what the hell? I know. I'm, I'm also kind of trashy. <laughs> so yeah. where in Florida? I grew up in Vero Beach, which okay. is this tiny little town on the East Coast. It's like half super rich white people, half migrant population, and then us just kind of, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, us just middle class kind of. My parents own convenience stores, um, but they Did like- Did you work, work in the store? I know because you have to be a certain age to sell alcohol. Oh, right. But I would like um, stock the cooler and like um, break boxes. When I was young, I would dust the candy because oh, no. um, I thought that meant I could get candy. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little fatty and I loved it. I was sorely mistaken. <laughs> I dusted candy for nothing. Oh, go. no, I got the candy. Oh, okay. I got okay, too okay, much okay, candy. Okay, 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 okay. I was probably pre-diabetic. Uh, <laughs> so wait, what? when did you move from Florida? Like what age? After college. So I went to okay. University of Florida um, and then I moved to Atlanta after college. I was a journalism. Acting, a journalism. I was a journalism major. Ooh. Yeah. So I worked at a fashion magazine. I did trend forecasting. Uh-huh. Uh, well, what's on trend now, Mom? Um, it's all arbitrary. It's Nothing true. matters. <laughs> I would get books from these like companies, like trend forecasting companies that predict two seasons from now what color palettes are going to be in. And I'm like, but you just chose something. Yeah. And I, I like hate that because I like love clothes so much, but I hate it when people are like, "Ooh, you shouldn't wear that." I'm like. If she wants to wear a Tweety Bird shirt every day for the rest of her fucking life, she's allowed. And if that what that's what makes her feel good, yeah. 
Great, let her. And yeah, guess leave what? Leave me alone. Leave you me know, freaking some model's going to put on a Tweety Bird shirt and everyone's going to be like, Tweety's in. It's right. in. Everyone do it. Well, and it's the thing of like, if they choose neon green and then you get these books and then you yeah. go like, guys, I think it's neon green. And then the other magazine goes like, I guess it's neon green. And you yeah. find and patterns. all of the consumers go like, well, spring is neon green. And then it's like, well, we just said it was and now it, it is. It's so arbitrary. And yeah. it's like, how can you just pick one thing for a certain time of your life? Yeah. Like every day I want to wear something different. Exactly. Like I just love watching yeah. it trickle down to like Santee Alley where all the fabric is yes. down right. here. Where it's like right now everything from two years ago is on sale. So if you want it for a dollar a yard, it's there. And it's like all the stripes. Yeah. Anything with a stripe. <laughs> yeah. Any like uh, jersey, anything like that, it's on sale. It's so annoying. Yeah, fa- yeah, I mean, and the fashion industry is also crazy because, like, you know, every every once in a while, I'm re- reminded of that idea that brands want to save face and keep the value of certain things, so mm-hmm. they like burn a lot of their clothes instead yeah. of what? Yeah. Oh, instead of letting them trickle down to outlets, high end brands will just burn piles of clothes that don't sell. Louis Vuitton is known for like just burning batches of purses that don't sell. That's disgusting. They don't. They don't want to let. Other people get, have it. So it'll like exclusivity them. is like, yeah. I don't get that. I don't get things like Soho House. I don't understand. I recently. <laughs> Just in general. Like, Soho I don't House. understand it. I don't understand exclusivity. Did you like have well, to take a I've meeting at to... Soho House? <laughs> I had to, and I was like, what is that? I like showed up, and I was like, well, I'm trash because I was but wearing it's basketball trash shorts. Too. It's yeah, garbage. I showed up in full drag trash. and was like, I'm what like, is happening? Can we in just have a meeting at Veggie Grill? Jack yes. in the box. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If we're gonna do trash, let's trash. Let's trash it, it up, baby. Well, that's like Tell I guess it's fried chicken. Mm. Oh, that sounds good. Even it is yeah. they do good. fried pickles. You would oh, love. okay. I see meat, and it still looks so good to me. I just like can't eat it. When did you become a vegetarian? Always? Well, off and on, always. Yeah. And then I was for like four years. And then one night in college, I got super high and super drunk and went to McDonald's and ate a cheeseburger. And then I was like, I'm in for life. And then... Oh, that was when you like stopped switched. being a veggie yeah, for a moment? Yeah, that's when I started like really getting into meat. And then I would say like four or five years ago, I started feeling like kind of turned off by cooking it and like yeah. touching it. So I stopped cooking it, but I'd still eat it out. And then two years ago, I went to India for a month and I didn't eat meat for the whole time I was there. Sure. And I just like, gosh, I saw the cows and stuff. And I was like, they give us so much. I mean, I don't do dairy because it m- makes me fart too much. But like, <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> um, but I was just like, they're so beautiful. I'm like, do we have to? And how do right. we choose which animals we eat? Like, we look down on people for eating dogs. But I'm like, that's another. That's just a choice. That's just an animal. Right. Pigs are like really close to us in intelligence. Very intelligence. But I don't care if other people eat it. But I'm like, I think one day a week if we all just didn't, the environmental effects. Now I'm like, this is my contribution to the environment. Well, because it is also that thing of like um, uh, the amount of... uh, what carb uh, uh, CO two it takes to process and create like one hamburger yeah. is like yeah. wild, and it's like why? Yeah, yeah, why are we? Yeah, I mean I fucking eat meat all the time, and I see the logic of not doing it. Yeah. I'm like so, with you. It's, welcome I just to think, America. Like, if we all slowed down and <laughs> ate better meat, we'd probably be better off yeah. but instead of just like eating the garbage, garbage food that we or have. Just like calm down with it. Yeah, like <laughs> just like, like that is. I, are you running for president? Because that's a good down ticket. With meat. Calm, calm down, down with, with it. it. Just in general, calm Everyone, down with it. Honestly, Taylor Swift will come for you, but yeah. you should be fine. <laughs> but you should be fine. Um, did you uh, uh, ever deal with like gators? 
like in Florida, the, like the Florida Gators, yeah, or actual alligators, alligators. Oh, okay, because yeah, <laughs> I went to University of Florida and they oh, were the Gators. Were you I'm a like, cheerleader? Uh, no, I was. Oh my god, when I was really, really overweight um, in middle school, but I had the highest confidence. Like the doctor literally told me I was overweight. She took her finger on the chart and told me my weight was off the chart, and she slid her finger off the chart. Oh. And literally, I left being like, "Okay, hater, jealous much?" Like. <laughs> That middle school confidence. Oh my God. Okay. I have like glamour shot, like so many glamour shots of me. I was like, Mom, please, I have to capture this beauty. Um, okay, oh my God. I am jealous, jealous of that I confidence. Know. But when I entered middle school, I was like, I'm going to be a cheerleader. No duh. I've got spirit. <laughs> I look good. I was like the base of the pyramid on our five person squad. But you were a cheerleader. But I was the only happy one on the squad. Perfect. I've um, got spirit. Yes, I do. Yeah. I got spirit. How about Wait, you? Wait, so I'm so confused. So you were a journalist. When did you switch into acting? Oh, right. Um, Sorry. Yeah. We, we like, I was like, real gators? Mild, but I was like, wait, 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 wait. Gators. I have encountered navigators. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Um, I, uh, so I took like an improv class in college. I mean, I did improv in college and it was really fun. The and then the seducing yeah. uh, form of well, art improv. improv. Yeah. And then like in Atlanta, I did it a little bit, um, but not really. And then I got laid off of my job in Atlanta and I was like, well, I guess I'll move to New the York. A journalism job? Yeah. I was an editor. Trend forecasting? I was managing editor of oh. this apparel guide yes. for this company. Um, and so then I was like, well, I guess I'll go to New York and work for Condé Nast. That's what I want to do. I'm going to do it. And so I went to New York and I took meetings. And then I was like, I don't think my personality is aggressive enough. So I didn't know what to do. And then twist of the century, actually, my mom was like, well, you always like comedy. Why don't you go to Chicago and at least just take classes for the summer? What? Don't know where that. I think she didn't know it would be a career thing. Oh. She was like, uh, just have a good just summer. Just have fun. Yeah. And so a week later, I just packed my stuff and moved there and took classes. And then I was still working as an editor for these like business magazines. And then I was like an editor at Groupon. Um, so you always had like a solid job. Yeah, I always thought it would be like a fun thing. And so then I guess it was about like eight years ago then Second City offered me a stage. And so I was like, okay. And I quit my job and my dad was like, you're living the life of a gypsy. You can't do that. And I was like, I'm going. I have to. Um, but then I was like, oh, Second City. Great. I'll do live theater for the rest of my life. But then from there, like my agent from L.A. came and saw me and. Then oh, that's that. amazing. But then I got that showcase and they're like, you have to move. And I was like, okay. I like, I've only had like a week to move the last two times I've moved. But I think it's like good for me. Cause I like, if I think about it too long, I won't do it. Like I'm yeah. better if I'm just like, okay, I'm moving. Okay, to. I'm leaving. Okay, that's I'm so staying cool. outside the country. Okay, I'll come back. And I, like, I think I just work better that way. Yeah. So how long have you been in LA? It'll be five years in October. Oh my God, amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. How long have you been here? Uh, I think coming up on four years, like three and a half or four years. But when I moved here, I left New York and then I like came out for a little bit and then I went to Chicago and then, you know, so it, it was never like, I never like moved and got an apartment. And in my first year in LA, I lived in seven places because I like came out I here with do. like two suitcases. Yeah, like yeah. I didn't have anything. So I didn't, you know, it wasn't like, and I it's found a weird an apartment. place. Yeah. It How is a weird you? place. I've been here for five years now. Yeah. I like moved out here right before you. Maybe six years. Yeah. 
Six makes more sense. Interesting. Uh, Do you guys like it? I love it. I love well, it. I moved out here blind, basically, because I got a job. And then she had surgery, so now she can and see. And now I can see. No, I <laughs> I got a job out here, and I was supposed to be out here for like once a week out of every month. Or no, out here three weeks out of every month, and then I would go back to New York for a week. And then it just started, I was like, oh, I like it out here. And so I literally had my ex-boyfriend pack up my apartment and like send things over box by box. And then finally when I went back, I was like, all right, I'm done. Bye. And just like <gasps> oh, left. Oh, you had not New broken York. up with him? No. Okay. I thought it best to just move, take care it's of me. Fine. <laughs> it's fine. Do you have to? I'm, no, I'm a bad Who person. Who else are you going to take care of? I understand I'm a bad no, person. No, you're I a good person. Yeah. Yeah. Who else he are you supposed to take me. care of? He deserves yeah. that. Oh, that's rude. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was rude of him. Okay, cheated on me. Anyway, cheated, put that in the notes. We're going to circle back. Okay, so. Wait, I want to talk about, can you talk about the Keenan show? Yeah, I, I don't have much to say about it because I still don't know when we're shooting. <laughs> oh, so you haven't even shot you it yet. No, we yet. haven't sh- started shooting it. Um, cause I you think did the pilot or you did We did the pilot. Okay. It got picked up. Amazing. So Amazing. that's really exciting. Is it a, it's a sitcom? So for it's people a sitcom. who don't know, Keenan Thompson has now left SNL. Right. No, he's, he's, still, he's still there. there. <gasps> so that's why I think we're trying to figure out the schedule of when oh. we're going to shoot it. I so thought he, he left. That's no, so I think wild. he's still... That's what I heard. I... I don't I mean, know. You, I think he's, he's still there. Your coworker, so you yeah. would know better. Yeah, I mean, than I don't I. like keep in touch with him. We're gonna need to mark this whole section. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We're gonna fact go. check this. Yeah. Okay, I so think that, you... well, I'm assuming that's why we haven't started shooting yet because I think they're trying to figure out his schedule. Oh, right. Okay. But it's him and Andy Garcia. Oh amazing. my god. Which is like, I mean, I was literally just on set. Like, what am I doing? Here? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? But they're both like Keenan is the nicest, sweetest person. He has like two really cute little girls, a beautiful wife, like a beautiful family, just like a down to earth person. Like he's been doing it for so long. He's been in the game. Welcome to Good Burger. Can I take your order? I was just listening to some podcast where they were talking about how he, oh, Bill Hader was talking about his confidence during the show. Like nothing phases him when he's doing it. And it was because he, been doing it since he was like 13 years old like he can just yeah. turn it on make lines that aren't even funny hilarious I think he's, he's so funny so talented. literally he's he so can say charming. anything he's so and I think overlooked so funny. too on yeah. SNL oh my gosh and like all they have to do is cut to his reaction yeah. Yeah. and his eyes just bug it out like that like he's just he's so, so funny good. and just so nice and like it was cool because all the hair and makeup women on the show were some of the best hair and makeup I've ever had, and they've been working with him forever. And it's also because they were all women of color. Mm-hmm. And so, as a woman of color, I just like love it when I walk into the makeup right. trailer and I'm like, you know what to do with my skin. <laughs> yeah, right, like, exactly. It's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for it, whatever. <laughs> well, <laughs> what a boss thing. Like, get your pilot picked up and then go on a vacation with no return ticket. I mean, what is it? You have to, because it's like once you're needed, you're needed for a long period of time. So it's like 18 hours a day. Yeah, 18 (laughs) hours of just hitting up crafty. uh. (laughs) That's what I would do. Just like lapse back and forth from like the dressing room to the craft table, back to the dressing room. It's so hard, and they put so much good junk out Uh, there, like junk that you're like, I can't believe they still make these. 
Oh, you know, like, like Twinkies? Like, yeah, like Swiss rolls. Like Debbie. Shut up. Come on, Swiss this? rolls. I don't want to say Debbie Hines. That's not it. What is Little Debbie. <laughs> Little Debbie. <laughs> you, know, do you know you Debbie know Hines? Debbie and Duncan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Debbie, uh, Debbie and Duncan, they uh, they got married. So uh, we call it Debbie oh, Hines. I love Little Debbie. I used to take Swiss rolls and put them in the fridge. Oh. And then I would take them out and I'd like unroll it like a carpet. <gasps> and I would like eat it. Okay, well, <laughs> like a fruit roll-up, basically, I, but I, chocolate. Let's take a break because I think you'll enjoy you'll what happens after segment, the break. Okay. okay, we'll be right back. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, Dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor Meals, I'm like, oh baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of ma- pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. And I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this so is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Please welcome us to our next segment. <laughs> no, no, no. Please welcome us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's doing I'm working that? on um, hosting because please, I'm hosting the tour. Please welcome us to... Okay, we're back. We're back and it's time for <laughs> Food Break! Ooh. Ooh, you didn't know you were getting a snack, Diva. I did So <gasps> I brought... Chocolate cake. Do you want to read it? It is a Rubicon Baker's Vegan Chocolate Blackout Layer Cake with natural... 
suspicious? What does that <gasps> say? Oh, what does it say? It's got dirt dessert on it. Oh, it does. <laughs> it says natural and delicious. Natural and Wait, delicious. It's so, like what's in the Carvel cake is on the outside of this cake. Yeah. It's got what appears to be just broken up cake or cookie on the outside. Oh Do you remember God. dirt cake? Is that what you were talking dirt about? Dessert. Dirt dessert. Well, well, we what? called it dump cake. Dump cake. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> you know, That's what you did this weekend. <laughs> dump cake. San Francisco was a good time. Um, no, we... Oh, I think this was next to the freezer. Oh, was it too hot? <laughs> I mean... Well, that makes it okay to yeah, eat with your hands. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, because we don't got plates. I didn't bring plates, but I did bring... Uh, silverware? Silverware. I brought my mouth. Um... <laughs> No, dirt dirt cake was the like crumbled Oreos with mm-hmm. the gummy worms in it. And with the oh, whipped cream mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. Where they would make it seem like you were out in the yard. Yeah, eating bugs they, from the dirt. They. they. What are the other disgusting desserts? There was like always like cream cheese based oh, yeah. like desserts hanging around my house. We had cheesecake dip. Cheesecake no, no, no. Mixing cream cheese and marshmallow fluff together and then you dip like fruit. <laughs> Or you dip, or we would go to melting pot for just the cheese and just the chocolate. Oh my god! Wait, wait, wait! <laughs> I want to talk about cream cheese and what marshmallow, marshmallow fluff. fluff? It's in you marshmallow fluff together. is in the basis of every no bake dessert because but it's just does... straight sweet and it stays like moist. It tastes but like cheesecake. Yeah. How does cream cheese and mar? I guess cream, I mean a cheesecake is just cream cheese and sugar. I guess and that's marshmallow true. is just sugar. Okay. Dig in. Oh, thank oh my you. God, I'm so excited. And it's, um, I love desserts so which much. Which I guess is whatever. I'm just going to use yeah, my hand. Yeah, I think use your hand. I've got some yeah, nice it's Thank you. Oh, no. Well, yeah, I don't want to oh insult the cake. Really making the biggest mess we are. You know what? I, I went mm. and saw Toy Story 4 last night. Mm. It was actually a pretty good movie. A little long. Um, only an hour and a half, and I still thought it was long. And I snuck in my own bag of Almond Joy, but then I ate an edible. And so during the movie, like, it was a family-sized bag, and I ate the entire bag of Almond Joys. Like and the they were in the dark. Thing. How are you supposed to know? I didn't exactly. <laughs> but they were individually wrapped. So yeah, you spent so the whole I time spent the whole movie were... unwrapping and making all this noise. And finally, when we left, Michael was like, God, could you be any fatter? <laughs> You're like, it was actually, so yeah. loud. You I was like, like, I could because I ate the popcorn too. Thanks, love. I love bringing my own. I bring savory. I brought a Mexican lasagna into a theater once. What? To see a black swan. What is a Mexican lasagna? It's this like cake a, is good. This, this cake, cake is, is so good. It, it would be better, I think, a little less milk. cold. Yes, it is a little dry. Yeah. But, but it's from the store. I like how hard the chocolate frosting is. It's like a layer of a little chocolate bar in there. Jesus. My friend tried- What is a Mexican lasagna? Yeah. Oh, that's why. Mm. Instead of pasta, oh, it's oh tortillas. <laughs> Instead of what? Pasta, it's tortillas, and when you layer it with beans, cheese, veggie, whatever, sour cream, sauce. Mm. It's like a Mexican casserole. I made one, I put it into individual Tupperwares, blasted it so hard in the microwave, and then walked in the Chicago snow with it up against under my coat to keep me warm. <laughs> Went to Black Swan. I was late. I had to sit in the front row. I like opened it. A giant thing of like steam came out. <laughs> I could like see it against the screen, and I was like, "Whatever, haters." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck these haters. One time, my friend tried to make me see this awful <laughs> movie called Ghost Rider, and it was like one of these really long, drawn out movies, like a mm-hmm. spy thriller. And I didn't want to see it, so I went and got a, a pack of those rice cakes. Uh huh. Mm. And the whole movie was just Louder. crunching on them as loud as I could, just to piss them off. 
I brought empanadas into Aladdin last month. Uh, I brought a fucking <laughs> one of those uh, elotes into a movie theater once, like What's just that? covered in oh. the corn. corn. Oh, elote, yeah. yeah. Mm. I brought two of those in, just holding them. Why not? No one stopped me. Taco Bell, I subs. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? I want to talk Brought a sub. Brought a steak. Is yeah. it? Do you have a special jacket? Or are you are you just bald? At this point, I'm just like straight up like, I wish you would try and stop me. <laughs> I'm clutching onto it so fast. Just out. And no one cares anymore. Yeah. They truly I guess don't. that's true. You used to have to sneak it in, but now they're like, whatever. They can't charge you 20 something dollars for a ticket. Girl, and then, the movies yeah. are so expensive. They're crazy now. Like, this, I didn't know that this was going to be so this crumbly. This is really good. It's tasty, but it is. I'm it's shocked it's at how crumbly it is. It's the Nature Valley bar of cakes. It truly is. <laughs> okay. And God they damn, have those yet, things are so messy. <laughs> yet to, like, like I feel like they should own it to the point where they go, like, on the side of the, the box, they go, like, hey, just smash this up and dump it over some yogurt. Yeah. Cause or something like, you is. know, let's yeah. get ready to crumble. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. I used to think those were healthy too. Me too. Oh yeah, they're like the Jamba Juice of snacks. Oh yeah. Jamba! Oh my God! I used to think Jamba Juice was healthy. As I used well. to swing, but my mom was like, "Yeah, just have a juice for lunch." And I go yeah. to Jamba Juice, and I was like, "No, this is just sugar. It's all yeah. sugar." They're putting like literally orange sherbet in there. Yeah. <laughs> Like just from the. Well, thing. listen, no complaints there, but like, <laughs> I never. Okay, can we talk about sherbet versus sorbet versus mm-hmm. ice cream? Mm-hmm. What is sherbet? I would like to think it's a mix of sorbet and ice cream. It's like a creamy sorbet. Yeah, I okay. think it's, it's a more, sorbet with yeah. cream. Yeah. I for a very long time thought that uh, sherbet and sorbet were the same word that people pronounced. Uh, incorrectly yeah. slash differently because I didn't understand what a sorbet was. Like Parmesan and like Parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly like, like that. that. What, a, what a great example. Thank you so much. <laughs> Parmesan. I'm a world traveler. Uh, <laughs> I, I need the cheese around the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, cheese around the world. I'm so excited for the cheeses over in Europe. Oh yeah. I'm a huge cheese fan. And I, and just I can't wanna... eat it here but you can eat everything there because mm-hmm. a lot of it's like raw milk because mm-hmm. here raw is same illegal. with bread oh i'm excited for that not excited for the full english breakfasts ever oh you morning. don't like beans i don't like a I soft breakfast i like a crunchy breakfast and their bacon is soft their mm-hmm. everything is mushy involved i've never yeah. heard the term Toast. soft breakfast well <laughs> because <laughs> the beans are so- just saying, you're yeah, like, we just like call a- it oatmeal <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if you were talking about eggs. Everything in the bread, like the eggs are like soft. The beans are soft. The toast is, okay, a little crunchy, but it's toast. And then, um, I don't know, there's always like a mushroom or like a sausage. Mm, Like mm -hmm. none of it, none of it has a crunch. Yeah, yeah. No crunch There's no like hash brown. Yeah, there's nothing. I bet you could find one. I mean, I will, I will. You know (laughs) me. Wait, where all are you going? Like literally everywhere. Like Bristol, uh... Stockholm, Glasgow, 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 Oslo. But it's mostly UK. It's mostly UK and and the white uh, European countries. Beautiful. Well, I'm going to give you a bunch of restaurants in Stockholm that I went to by myself, um, but that were really, really good. Ooh, I'm excited for that. I'm also going to Hawaii right after that. (gasps) So I'm trying to figure out. Wait, weren't you in Hawaii? Last year I went to Hawaii 
I went to Kauai. My friend Meanwhile, had a timeshare there. We've never Kalua. met. And I'm like, uh, weren't you in? Uh, well, that's, what, that's what Instagram makes you think. It makes right. you think I spend all my time traveling because that's what I post about. Right. I'm not exactly. posting about like me, you know, waking up from my depression nap. Like I'm posting about. I and love now, how a depression nap. now, how long are you keeping these a... depression naps? Because mine are two hours right. now. I actually, you know, I've been doing well. I haven't had one, but I will say I was on a dating app and I. Matched with this guy, which we didn't even end up talking, but I swiped on him simply for the fact that his bio read, my dream girl is waking up from her depression nap right now. You sad bitch. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) That's a marriage proposal. I'm going to marry this guy. Um, But yeah, no, I never ended up talking to that guy. Wait, so you're on the apps. I am. I actually just... I was off and on because I was like, I don't want to. Eh. For yeah. a long time, I just like didn't want anyone to touch me. Um, and then <laughs> I was Same. like, just. But when I was on vacation, I was like, I'm a hoe, lay it on me. Oh. I just. Lay did. it on me. Well, I'm a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> Baby girl, lay it on me. That's my job rule. That was a good job. That was very you. good. good well, that leads us to our Where next. Where would I be without my baby? <laughs> All right, you want one more? No. All right, that leads us to our next. <laughs> I'm afraid you're gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it's it. So he has such a good, distinct voice. Ja Rule's I'm a fan. The best, aside from Firefest. Well, <laughs> we all get one. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He had two documentaries, yeah. which is great. Yeah. He meant well. Uh, he, meant, he did mean he, well. He, and by meant well, you mean that he wanted that much. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And nothing to do with that. Okay. Um, that leads us to our next segment. Fuck talk. So now we talk the ins and outs, literally, of fucking. Yeah. Um, so did you get some uh, sweet strange on your trip? Yeah, for the past, <laughs> I would say, gosh, two and a half years, the only time I've hooked up with people has been when I'm on vacation or outside of LA. I had this like mental block where... First of all, everyone in LA is a fucking freak. Mm-hmm. Everyone is My just people. like weird mm-hmm. and not in a good way. Oh. Okay. Like in a way where you're just like, don't touch me. Like if, I, <laughs> like if I'm not feeling someone and they're like, I'm like, get the fuck away from me. But if I'm feeling someone, I'm like, get inside me. I'm open for life. Yeah. Like yes. I'm so open in every sense of the word. I will share everything with you. I will give all of myself to you. Like it's probably that's a, a Celine manic- Dion song. Yeah, <laughs> it's a manic way to live, probably. But <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> Let me give you everything about me. Like literally, lay myself on the ground. Um, that's me. But yeah, I feel like something about being on vacation just makes you so uninhibited. There's this. You're okay with never seeing that person again, mm-hmm. which I think, especially as a woman, you're taught that like. You have to hold your sexuality and hold your virginity so close to you. It's associated with your value. Yeah. If you sleep with a guy on the first date, he won't like you. Um, you have to like use it as a weapon and use it as currency. And so I feel like for a long time, like I didn't lose my virginity until I was like 24. Because oh, wow. for a long time, I was like holding all of my value and worth in it. And I was like, well, I waited this long. I shouldn't just do it. But I've always been a very sexual person. And like, I feel like I'm finally, especially when I hit my 30s, oh. I'm, I'm 34, I'm not <gasps> Who 25. Don't have the internet. Yeah, but I'm like finally like embracing yeah. the sexuality and I finally feel like so good about it. Like, I wanna do this, so I'm gonna do it. And yes. when you're on vacation, especially, it's like, 
connecting with people you never would connect with. Sometimes there's a language barrier and that makes it like even sexier because it's like you gotta speak the body language. Oh yeah, you're like titty. Yeah, this you're like work for you. hello. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I um, I feel like really good and healthy with my relationship to sex right now. That's, That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I just remembered this is the guy that I fucked in Stockholm. What? Oh yeah. Oh my god, why are his I usually don't his find upper legs. legs sexy on men, but his thigh is That's very a sexy. Nice look. He, he could was, like crack my head open like a nut with those. He's so hot. He works at Google. Whoa. Um he's what's his name? Iraqi. Wow. Yeah, why don't you just tell everyone more about <laughs> yeah. it? He moved to Stockholm. Ooh. And I met him when I was there. Like so he's I think the, it was like he's an American? Two years ago. No, he's from Iraq. Oh. He's beautiful. Um, and yeah, we fucked like uh, two or three times in my hotel room and then I had to go do a show and then he came to the show and brought his friend to the show. And then y'all all three fucked in the no, back? No, and then oh. they left and I was like, I'm leaving for the airport, uh, whatever. And then he showed up at my hotel room at like four in the morning mm. and then we fucked again before I went to the airport. That's romantic. That's so much love. And then he messaged me and he was like, um, hey, I'm coming to California for a wedding. And I was like, yes, I'll go with you to the wedding. And then he didn't come. Why not? I think it got canceled or he had oh. to cancel his trip or something like Damn. that. Damn. I know, but I, I... I hope you see him again. I keep him favorited on the app. The crazy thing He's is... so cute. He looks very identical to my ex-boyfriend who I had just broken up with. Patterns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love vacation sex. That's amazing. Mabal? Oh, okay. <laughs> My sex story will go, take us back to a lovely place called CCBC. Oh, CCBC. We CCBC. just talked about CCBC. We talked about it last week. So CCBC is a clothing optional gay resort. I'm using yes. air quotes. It's mm-hmm. mostly like a renovated motel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's clothing optional. It's incredibly sex positive. It's in Palm Springs. And they do lots of different events. Yes. They'll host like porn star pool parties and like... Um, I think there's a party called Cum Union that happens yep. there Beautiful. where everyone makes a union around their cum. Um, it's, we have it all in, in common. It's right. like uh, real, real murky water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Making the chlorine work for it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they know what chlorine is. <laughs> um, no, so uh, the thing about this place is that there's like a huge... Uh, behind where like the hotels are, like the hotel rooms, there's like these bunkers, which are legitimately just like metal sheds uh, that you have sex in. So they get hot throughout the day oh. and like they do all the stuff. They show porn in a couple of them. Yeah, and there's like they a sling in the back. It's like a festival. Outdoor. Yeah, but it's yeah. it's small and you have to pay to get in. So it is a festival. Yeah. And um, <laughs> uh, so I had... Uh, been recognized by some people so I started just wearing my swimsuit the whole time which I didn't realize was like that tells people that you're not interested in sex apparently wow. so like if you're walking around the like the main premise of it uh, premises of it in your swimsuit no one wants to have sex with you so I took it off to go back and walk around in the back 
And I had been there like all weekend in the swimsuit, not like really doing much. And fi- I walked into one of the sex rooms and someone in a sling turned and looked at me and went, oh, you finally decided to take your underwear off. Oh, like oh. such oh. a direct attack. Oh. And I like was like, oh, uh, yeah, well, yeah, oh, oh. And I like walked out of the room. Yeah. And I, I didn't, didn't really know. S- I didn't know, but I didn't really see who it was. Oh my and God. so I was like, okay, that was weird. And like, of course, like uh, walking around for like an hour, went and sat down, went back. And it was the same person in the sling. And I was like, what is going on with this guy? And I still didn't see his face because it's the one where if you walk into the room. <laughs> Not it's the one. It's, it's the bunker where if they you walk They rearrange things from time to time I'm there. I'm sure they don't. It's a permanent installment. It was attached it's the, to the one ceiling. in the little corner. Yeah. Yeah, with a sling in the corner his about. head is facing yeah, that way okay. so you can't see his head or anything you're just like looking <laughs> you at his you can't see butt. his head but he's still sassing you yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the audacity I call the pure nerve that's that middle school confidence <laughs> oh exactly. your underwear huh oh honey meet yeah. me at the base of the pyramid you're like bitch. I'm talking to your ass right now sir <laughs> <laughs> sir it's an Ace Ventura moment the ass is actually talking oh, about yeah. <laughs> oh yeah there's two little googly I eyes I you <laughs> taking your underwear off load it up so then uh, I give me the later, juice. Give me the juice. Later was um it was like much later. We had already gone back to the hotel, changed, done it all. Like you go back at night again. So it was later and there was this really hot guy in a pup mask and I start blowing him in one of the other rooms and we were like going at it and everything was great. I loved it. Great huge dick. Never hooked up with a pup before. And then he later we get back into that room and he was like, "I was the one yelling at you." From the sling earlier, I've been wanting to hook up with you the whole time. And that, for some reason, killed my boner. Of course it did, because it felt like a, a It felt like he switch. had been like, attacking me and then was like in this mask, and I did not want to hook up with him after that. Yeah. Isn't that so weird? Because like, we, I was of- sucking his dick. Everything was great. But the minute he was like, I was that person from before, it shut me down. Do you, like, that's very apparent is there an underlying thing that we all have too, though, where it's like, come on, analysis. As on, soon as we sense any sort of not even desperation, but like, yes, oh, they want it. I'm like, oh, I don't want it no more. Yes, yeah, 100%. I guess maybe because he, in my mind, was like unattainable and so hot, and then all of a sudden it was like the other way around. I was like, ugh. I okay. know, but then when it's when we're like chasing after someone, we're like, give me more attention. And then they give you more attention, and you're like, get off me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's messed up. What's well, wrong with us? <laughs> there's there's that thing like in like um like in a place like this, like in cruising, you know, if there's like a bunch of people around where like it has to happen at like for me, it has to happen at this like agreed upon moment, right? Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, that person was waiting in a sling. Yeah. Which, to me, if you're waiting in a sling with your legs in the air... That means you'll take anybody. You're yeah. ready for any dick to come along. Yeah. Obviously, if a person walks up, you could say, no, no. Mm-hmm. You know, that's fine. But... The assumption is just like the un, you know, and I don't know that I buy that the unwritten code is if you are wearing your underwear, you don't want to have sex. I mean, maybe at like a clothing optional resort, which is what it was, right? That that sort of reads like, oh, okay, you're not here for right. that. But I also think it's about comfortable love, comfort level. The thing level. is, like, I wasn't walking around in the back in my underwear. Exactly. Like I was always naked back there. So like, yeah. part of the thing was like, why does it matter to you? And right. what if someone's really into a reveal? Right. Yeah. Yes. Like, what if someone wants. 
Like you that's what the turns ones? them on, yeah. like right. the reveal of it all. It's so. not feeling like, it the I whole time. So, yeah. but so obviously there's a thing of like, yes, you know, I'm ready and willing. But I, for me, there's that special, that special moment. You know, if like a bunch of people are cruising, where you're like making eyes and you like look at someone up and down and they look at you, but you don't know it's a yes, just yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you sort of walk, and then maybe they follow, but they might be following you just to go around the corner or maybe they're following you because they want and then like that moment when like you both go like and you just like move in and if it's like equally agreed upon then you know oh my god I feel so excited just hearing <laughs> about it shallow lady but, boner you know cause then there's the version of like I'll, I'll look a person up and down and in the eyes all the time and be like I don't know that I want to have sex with you. I'm like yeah. still figuring it out. And I've even had, you know, in that moment, men like sort of give me the nod of like, well, come over here and I'll just like smile and walk away because I'm not, I don't feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying the invitation to come over is desperation, but what I won't no. do, what I'm uninterested in is like if you're like cruising someone and they like touch you every time they walk past or they say no. like, hey, come over here. Hey, I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah. Stay like, on it's the part same of the game. game. Like, yes. Yeah. Don't, don't go to the next chapter. I'm not there yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think wish... also it was like kind of annoying because I thought he was going to top me. Oh, because you were trying to get, I was that trying to dick get that in the juice butt. in my booty hole. Yeah, yeah. there's layers of disappointment juice here. Juice in, in the booty hole. Okay, so my story is about a man that I have seen twice in Pasadena. I'm gonna think of a story. I didn't. I just talked about um, my confidence in my sexuality, Which like I'm I was into. Renee Brown or something. Yeah. But <laughs> I started doing my TED talk. But I'm gonna think of a juicy story. The right age of 25, I do feel like I'm coming. <laughs> my own. Um, okay, so this man, I uh, stop me if I've told this. Okay, this man I did meet on Craigslist mm-hmm. back in the day. Normal. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Stop. <laughs> I've told this. I've met a man on Craigslist, um, and the 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 premise was he wanted to give me a massage, but I didn't. I didn't like book him for a massage. So when I get a massage, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> thank you, Margie. Sorry, I wanted to. I wasn't sure if you knew what I was talking about. But when I get a massage, <laughs> I get it now. I thought okay. you were speaking a different language. Okay, got it. Um, I go for full release. Yes. I'm into like I want you to rub me all the way down, and then I want you to squirt a load out so that I'm like in the full relaxation. Yeah, yeah. So I was not booking a massage, but he was like, come over to my house, get on my massage table, I'll rub you down a little bit, and then you can suck my dick. And I was like, that sounds like a great scenario for me. I'm into it. So uh, I pull up at his house, and immediately, as I like... Or I not immediately, but I pull up in the house, I have a hard time finding it because every light is off. Not only at his house, but at the neighbor's house, and then the street lights. This is how you get... What? Murdered. Okay. I was going to say the hard R. I know. The hard R. <laughs> Raped. Okay, thank you. I was going to say traffic. Uh, <laughs> she thinks globally. Yeah. I, mean, I moved think higher to another of continent. you than just a one-time assault. Thank I think you. like it's a you're such a prize. Over over. Like, you're you. such a king. Um, they would <laughs> want to traffic you. There's too much money to keep up with <laughs> <Yeah>. this. So, <laughs> the travel of his the body travel. alone. Yeah, exactly. It costs too much. So, so I... I think I'm thinking to myself, okay, all of the lights are out on this block, so I think it's a power out. Like, like the, mm-hmm. it's starting to register to me with like, oh, that's it. But it's still very creepy. Mm-hmm. So I sort of, I don't think we had exchanged numbers. So I like text, I emailed him from my phone, like, okay, I just parked, and then I saw, 
at the top of the driveway, this like big gate sort of open and a cell phone light. And he said, hey. <laughs> and I was like, okay. No. And so I walked up the thing. behind the gate. And nothing, nothing up to this point had felt creepy at all. Oh, no. Like, not a one thing. Not one thing until I arrived and all the lights were out. Yeah. So like, but like you know how sometimes you'll message with someone and you're like, oh, you're a complete creep. Mm-hmm. Right. Like this felt very. He was yeah. like, oh, I live in Pasadena. I'm into music. I'm th-. like, there was like a little more. So I felt like cool about yeah. it. But then I showed up and the scenario was truly wild. And he was like, he goes, I was like, oh, are we? I I, I walked up and I was like, hey man. And he was like, hi. I was like, are we going in the house? And he was like, no, my my uh, studio's back here. What's he gonna paint you? I was like, that sounds creepy. Yeah, yeah. No, we my like rape wa- shelter is my, back here. Then we like walked back further, and he was like, "Oh yeah, just go in here. I'm gonna run into the house real fast." And I was like, "No, no, no!" So I said, "I said, you know, I'll wait outside the door until you get back." And I was in the backyard, you know, and the moonlight was out. And then all of a sudden, I heard his neighbors go like, "Hey man, are uh, you okay over there?" And he was like, yeah, everything's fine. He was like, we saw someone walk up your driveway. And he was like, yeah, I have a friend over. And his neighbors were like checking in on him because they got creeped out about me. So things started to like. So eventually I got inside the the studio. There was a massage table out. He had a really amazing old vinyl collection. He lit all these candles. He played Mm. cool music. He gave me a very subpar massage that was mostly like. (laughs) Hand job. (laughs) Mostly dick work. No, he didn't do anything. He was like, he really was like oiling me and rubbing me, but it was such a light Mm. touch that I was like, this is not a massage girl. I can go get an actual massage. Let's just get to the dick sucking. So then we did that and it was fine. And he's a really nice guy and I've gone back to see him once or twice and like, but the whole scenario was so... I'm creepy leading up to it. I'm not going to look over there because I don't need no judgment, Chelsea. Um, no, but so like, uh, like it was just very funny because it felt so scary. Like, what yeah. am I doing? But then it was totally fine. It's hard. I feel like <laughs> I feel like gay sex is always about like putting yourself in like a very dangerous situation. Why is There's that? such a thin I line between know. fear and romance because both are exciting. Fear and lust too. And honey. lust, like. This guy I hooked up with in Barcelona when okay. I was there a couple but months here ago. We, go. we met for a drink at my hotel bar, and then he was like really sweet. And then he was like, okay, let's go to this other bar. So I was like, oh, good. He's not just trying to hook up. Because even if I'm never going to see someone again, I still need some sort of intimacy and trust. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I still want to feel like valued in the situation. And then it's like, if you never talk to me again, I'm fine. Like, <laughs> who are you? Um, but. We were like hooking up and he had just bought a van, like one of those VW travel vans, Mm -hmm. which, hello, the minute someone says van, you're like, run for the hills. Um, But I was like, okay, and he showed me, it was like a new one. He's like, yeah, I've just been like looking to road trip. And he's like, where are you going next on your trip? I was like, you know, I don't really know where I'm going next. Um, I was like, I booked a trip to Paris, but then after that, I don't know where I'm going. He's like, well, if you come, because I was saying how I really wanted to go to Morocco and I hadn't seen South of Spain. He's like, well, if you come back to Barcelona, um, we can go in my van and we'll road trip and I'll show you the south of Spain and then we can go to Chifchaouen and uh, Morocco. And in my mind, I'm like, wow, wow. And then I'm like, you gonna get in a van with the man you've known for six hours? And my friend I was with, he was kind of like, I don't know, maybe just do it. And I was Bad like, friend. I know. He's like, that sounds kind of cool. I was like, right? But then I was like, I can't, right? And he's like, you can't? And I was like, no, I can't, right? And I like seriously considered it and then I was like, Poonam, 
don't. I mean, but that could have been so romantic, been or it could have ended my life. Right. But we live in a time where you can't just trust people. Right. Like, you, can't. you can't be spontaneous. I wish it yeah, you can't. But there is also like that deep technological moment where like you could get, become Facebook friends with them and do the deep internet stock, and like you're like, yeah. oh look, there are all of these receipts of like you and your family, and you and this, and you and that, and it's like. You know, I feel yeah, like I, I feel like see his yeah. like authenticity through that. But like, yeah. what if it was just like a plain profile that like had like two pictures? of Well, himself? then you go, then nope, like, no, I'm not getting in the van. van. But there's like a lot of mentally unstable. I know that people I know that have curated a very stable persona online. Yeah, I have Whoa. a great Instagram account. <laughs> I mean, right? And it's like when people like there's certain people. um when they're trying to traffic you, they'll groom you. Yeah. Okay, you know a lot about well, trafficking. Well, I know a bunch about trafficking, I, too. I listen to them podcasts about rape when, and murder. When um, Taken first came out, my dad <laughs> burnt, illegally pirated it <laughs> on a DVD, s- mailed me the DVD in Chicago. On the DVD, he wrote, gather all of your girlfriends and watch this together. It's a very important movie for you guys to watch together. And I was like, Taken? And then I watched it, and I was like, and what the hell are you going to do? You going to Liam Neeson? Yeah. I was like, you can't even like walk around the block without getting tired. There's no way you're going to come save my ass. Like, oh, I don't want God. anyone to risk their life if something happens to me. Just like, just let me go. I love that he like sent it as an educational video. Yeah. Gather your girlfriend. Gather your girls. And I'm like, Watch I have a job. This. You sending me to Europe by myself? Like, oh my God. That's incredible. That's so funny. Well, well cool. We've made it to the end of the show. Uh, and there's still half a cake left. I know. Uh. And so many crumbs. Yeah. Truly. Sorry, Chelsea. Um, so where can people find you on the... I love your Instagram handle name, by the way. Oh, Big Poonam. Yeah. <laughs> B-I-G-P-U-N-A-M. That's me on Instagram and when I tweet like once a month. Oh, okay. But on Twitter, a lot of radio stations tag me because I think they're like, Big Pun a- in the AM. And I'm like, Big Pun's no longer with us. Oh, my God. So I don't know why they're tagging his ass when they play in his music. Big oh. Pun in the AM. Yeah. But it's just me. his morning account. I don't know. <laughs> his PM one is restricted. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, um, cool. Well, we yeah. will follow you there for all your vacation picks. Thank you so much. And we'll catch you on our TVs at some point on NBC. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> um, you can find me on the internet at Big Dipper Jelly. And you can find me at Spiciest Meatball on Instagram and Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter. And if you want uh, to follow our podcast, you can follow us at Sloppy Pod on Instagram. And make sure to send us an email at sloppysecondspod at gmail.com uh, with your questions. Questions with your queries if you want us to uh, email them or uh, answer them. Also, if you have a fat pumped silicone, silicone penis, send me, a, <laughs> send me pictures. And if you live in the Los Angeles area, please come to the studio and let me just slap at it. Like and it, for the two straight men that might be um, listening More to this. More than two, girl. We got crossover up. appeals. Okay, good. Hit me up as well. I'm not opposed <laughs> to um, going on a date with someone that slides into the DMs. Are you? Oh, I'm are putting you, it out there. Are you like into that. dick pics or no? Um, I'm so curious about I, that because I will always look at a dick pic. I love a dick pic. Haven't gotten that many, but when I was in Argentina last year, I took a lover, and after I left on WhatsApp, he was sending me lots of like almost ones, but it was more just like uh, over the underwear kind of stuff. And I was yeah. like, okay, but it was always at an angle where like I could tell he had just come from like playing soccer and he was like wearing like dirty white socks, and I was like, you know. It was hard for me to stay in it when I can like see your dirty socks in the right. background. Sure, sure, sure. So that was more like cinematography um, problems. Right. But 
when solicited and when I want it, depending on the person, I enjoy it. And if it's someone I'm not into, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so offended. I feel right. invaded upon. Right. I'll yeah. look at anyone's dick. I'll but I think that's because men were, you know, I trash. See it. And yeah, it is exactly. fascinating. It's yeah. wild. Some people's dicks is crazy. Yeah. True. Um, okay, cool. Well, make sure you subscribe uh, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, fucks. You fucks. <laughs> Diddle doot doot. Forever. Dog. Fucks. Fucks. <laughs> Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball is a forever dog podcast. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Alex Sarche. Our logo art is by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.